Hello and welcome back to episode 11 of Lin Me The Waterwee. I'm oh, sorry, I mean, Win Me The Lottery. That sounds, that sounds right. That sounds about right. Um, Tony, how was your weekend? Well, it was, um, I was a little bit down because oh, it was international break. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I stretched quite bad. I didn't actually watch the match. Um, well, that was lucky for you. It was like 2-0 or something. Yeah, 2-0 in small, so that was disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I'm just glad that um, international break's over. But yeah, the weekend was quite quiet because, you know, no, no Arsenal were playing. And um, actually on Sunday, I was actually celebrating you, Chris. You were celebrating me? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even here, I was in Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, I was celebrating you. Being away. No, not just that. I was just celebrating uh, you as a, as a person. As a human. Okay. As a human. And I was celebrating your dad. Oh, really? I was celebrating George, Mark, I was celebrating your, your uncle, I was celebrating yeah. all men really. Yeah, what was the reason for that? It was International Men's Day. Right, now it makes sense. Your favourite day right Chris? International Men's Day, yet another day that we have to celebrate somebody else. <laughs> Why do we need so many of these different days for everything? Well. I think it's, um, well, there is International Women's Day, and I definitely think that yeah, is definitely but there's, a, there's a reason for International Women's Day. Um, you know, how long ago has it women got the vote? What about men? We don't need our own day. I mean, there is an argument that, you know, why do we need it? Uh. Um, the only thing that I can say that it is an official day that we celebrate men. Yeah. Uh. Um, but you're probably curious, what is the objectives? of International Men's Day. I'm not, but you're going to tell me anyway. Yeah. What would you think it is? <laughs> what would you think it is? Um, I think that they're a group of blokes who just can't handle the fact that there's not a day for them. <laughs> and they were like, look, if there's an International Women's Day, we've got to have an International Men's Day. Am I right? Or are there some uh, no, guiding no, principles? I, I, can, I can go through the actual... You know, objectives, but you know, you reminded get... me of something that I said that was quite insensitive many years ago to oh, my yeah. mum. To your mum, yeah, all people. Yeah, and I feel quite bad about it because yeah. it was it was Mother's Day. Yeah, and I was like, Mother's Day, you get all this. Stuff. Why isn't there a Son's Day? <laughs> uh, that was a bit kind of yeah. selfish of me. I was like, I yeah. want to be kind of like four days. She's over. Like, well, that's three hundred and sixty-four days a year. Yeah, she's like, yeah. well, it's it seems Sunday every day. Yeah. Uh, Anyhow. Um, but yeah, just to give kind of the, the objectives of International Men's Day. Go for it. So it's actually, there's six pillars on the official oh, website. Right. So okay. it's a legit, it seems to be a legit thought so out thing. They managed to come out with six different reasons. I'm um, impressed. So the first one is to promote positive male role models. Okay. Not just movie stars and sportsmen, but everyday working class men who are living decent, honest lives. Nice. Okay. Not so, bad. you know, I think that's true, you know, these, these good guys in the community might yeah, the, under the... the, the kind radar. of builders who win the lottery, for example, that we were talking about last week. Your everyday star who goes out there and gets their pepper army for lunch. Well, yeah. I guess if they're good role models. Uh, I mean. uh, most people... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, like, yeah, we think are. positive. Oh. Um, next one is to celebrate men's positive contributions <laughs> to society. <laughs> Community, family, marriage, childcare, and to the environment. I mean, yeah, men, yeah, they, they do positive con contributions, right? Uh, yeah. Everybody can. Everyone, everyone does, right? Um, third one is actually, I guess it's quite an important one, is to focus yeah. on men's health and well-being. 
Well, that is important. And I think there are some stats of um, men are sort of less likely maybe to um, go to the doctor or, or come forward with a medical condition, and particularly mental health, actually, is... Oh, that's a big Isn't one. that meant to be, you know, men are less likely? So, okay, that one I'm down with. So, um, it actually goes social, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So, yeah, it covers mm. all that stuff. And uh, it's actually our topic of the week, isn't it, where we actually kind of delve into that yeah. a little bit more. Um, next one is to highlight discrimination against men. I don't know what your thoughts are. So, in areas of social services, social <laughs> attitudes, and, and expectations and law. So I think that's touching upon, you know, when it comes to um, fighting for the kids in court, that type of stuff. Yes, okay, Fathers for Justice. Fathers for Justice, and I think, you know, social services, I mean, you know, let's be honest, if you're a single man, you're struggling, you go to the council, you know, and you're like, I don't don't have a job, I lost my job, I don't have any income, Mm. I need a place to stay, you know, Mm. are you able to give me social housing? They're really at the bottom of the ladder, you know. You don't mm. got to prioritize women, especially women with kids. Which yeah. is, you can argue, it's, it's the right yeah. thing to do. But um, yeah, men are definitely uh, in the low priority for that. Um, next one is to to improve gender relations and promote gender equality. Which is oh, they one. had to add that one in, didn't yeah. they, to get this passed? Yeah. Oh, well, there's yeah. one. So we need to have a men's. Thing. <laughs> no. um, and then finally, is to create a safer, better world. Okay. Where people can be safe and grow to reach their full potential. All right, so out of the two, I'm probably going to give you the men's health and well-being and maybe the discrimination, because anybody can face discrimination yeah, of some kind. Totally. And you did outline there are some, um, but the rest of it is a pile of crap. So, uh, <laughs> Good to hear that. You're, you know, we can, I think we could delve into this. Yeah, we will. Topic of the week. We will. It is our topic of the week. Um, but, yeah, that's a, a, a bit of a, I guess, a an intro of um, International Men's Day. Absolutely. But, Tony, um, before we move on to have a look at last week's numbers um, and find out whether or not we've won it this time, for Pete's sake, um, our mailbag is just getting bigger and bigger. I'm just going to hover over it and see. Um, 5,181 is actually less than last week. I think think (laughs) We did a bit of a spring clean. Um, but yes, yeah, so we've had an email in from Danny in Bristol. Um, and if you remember, Tony, a few weeks ago, um, we talked about would you quit your job if you won oh, the lottery? That's a big one, isn't it? In the yeah. world of work. Um, <clears throat> and I just had a laugh at this tweet that, um, that Danny has identified. And he said, guys, Tony Chris, he said, I love the show. Um, you know... Let me draw your attention to this tweet and let me know if you agree. So this tweet is from Terence Rohan. Um, and he says, I was lucky enough to work at Google from 2005 to 10. We were in the office 9 a.m. till 8 p.m. Monday to Thursday and Friday 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Saturday, people took off, brackets, kind of. Back online Sunday most of the day. I think you miss something profound if you don't have this work environment early in your career. Well, Tony, I don't know what you think about what Terence has said there, um, but he sounds like a bit of a nutter to me. Nine to eight. <laughs> that... I mean, 11 hours, Monday to Thursday. The worst bit for me is back online Sunday most of the day. Do you know what? I think it all comes down to how much he was paid. 
Mm, true. You know, we talk. Okay, he left. So he's left Google. Um, let's be honest. Google isn't where it is today without you know with all hardworking true. people to make true. it this kind of what well, dominant company that it is. Mm. Um, I always think of like investment <coughs> bankers doing crazy hours. Yeah. Um, but Saturday they took. I mean, that's quite sad, isn't it? I'm really just good. thinking, like, when did they have time to let their hair down? I guess month, Friday he's saying they did nine till five. So maybe they go out Friday night and then take off a lot of Saturday, maybe to go out and do some bits and pieces. But I'm back online Sunday most of the day. That, I mean, that <clears throat> already tells me that he doesn't go to church. <laughs> yes. Unless he's working on his phone. Mind you, this is back in 2005. I think he's got his priorities wrong. Though. No, he really, he needs to find God, clearly. And the worst part, really, is when he says at the end, he's trying to make it into something profound. You miss something profound if you don't have this work environment. Now, I would agree with that if it was all about the money. That, w- that is profound, if you're going to be on 150 grand. Uh, is that because year. he wanted to? It doesn't really say that. It seems like he wanted to do that. Yeah. So it might be saying. something that he had to do. Um, it was like he was. I was lucky enough to work at Google. We were in. The, yeah, uh, he's saying we. So it seems like everyone was into <coughs> it, but he really appreciates it. I think nowadays people say that's a, that's not good for your your mental, mental health. health and no, well-being. no, no, you're gonna burn out. You need a bit of time to. to we explored all of this a few yeah. weeks ago. On the... If he was my colleague, right where, where mm. I work, yeah. I would actually report him to HR. <laughs> yeah, I think that is. Um, in this day and age, you know, the goalposts move now, don't they? This is what, 2005, 2010. We're in 2023. It's a different world now. <coughs> Hybrid working. Get, get with the programme, Terence. Yeah. Um, and he's in America. No, he's... he's. Where is he from? Is he uh, I think he's, he's got to be American to go on like okay. that. Fair enough. But hey, that's a different perspective. Hey, whatever floats your boat. If some people are career-driven and we're not against that, if he's learning bank doing that, he, he may do that for, you know, 10 years or so and then he'll call it a day. That's one way of doing it. So We, you know, we want a diverse range of opinions on the pod. Um, and thank you, Danny, just for bringing that one in here so yeah. that we just can balance it out. Yeah, we need different perspectives, really. Yeah. Sometimes we yeah. can't just think of one perspective, so... No, keep one. emailing us. Keep emailing us. What's the email address again, Tony? Tony.win.lotto at gmail.com. Fantastic. Um, that's the one. Um, but yeah, if we move on to uh, segment one. So, what was last Saturday's lotto result and jackpot? So, the jackpot amount was 10.8 million. So, that's almost 11 million, isn't it? We said, we said, we said last week, episode 11, we bet it was going to be 11 million and we were probably going to win yeah we did so um how we got to that number is actually a quadruple rollover so it's it's really rolling over Uh, about bloody time honestly so 10.8 what were the winning numbers so the numbers were 3 11 22 23 32 47 and 56 Uh, machine name was arthur and ball set five Okay, okay, right. Remember that. Let's see if we've matched any. <laughs> uh, so what were my numbers? So they were 4, 10, 18, ah. 23, 
39 and 40. So oh, only match no. one. So that God, was the 23. This is disgraceful. So the only good news out of that is that it's rolling over again. There were no winners. Yeah. No jackpot Thank winners. Thank God jackpot for winners. that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's on to Wednesday and maybe next Saturday we might be... I just hope and pray, million. Tony, that it's just going to keep rolling over. Um have to wait and see you there, Chris. But um, yeah, I'm liking uh, I'm liking this number, 10.8. Um, I guess we can move on to our topic of the week, Chris. Topic of the week. So we already touched on this. So it's the International Men's Day. Hmm. And I'm actually going to ask you the, the question, fatally, oh, Chris. Don't, is, yeah. Do we need it? No. Okay. Along with many other days, we can chuck them all in the, in the heap. The only days when you, you know, I agree with it. If it's minorities, yeah, you know, and things are stacked against them, the underdog, let's yeah. say, okay, let's have a day, let's celebrate. Then so we don't need it. I don't need a day to celebrate me, okay, other than my birthday, which is very important. Okay. It's quite interesting. As a man, you're just saying we don't need the International Men's Day. Do you find it patronising, or do you? Think I it- I just think you know things are still stacked in the favour of men. It's a bit of a sham. Uh, yeah, I just don't think we need. There's too many different days. <laughs> yeah, we have a day for tea. We have a day for coffee. Yeah, we have a day for rum. What else do we need? Yeah, we've got. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a day for for, for everything really. Yeah. Um, I will throw some stats at you. Just okay. To say probably uh, why they might say we need mm-hmm. a, an International Men's Day. So. I actually looked at um, a bit of desk research, so there's a research online. Oh, yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I've always heard is that suicide seems to affect men more than women. I'm not sure right. if you knew that. Um, but the Office of National Statistics um, published suicide data, and this is from for England in 2021. In the height of COVID. <laughs> um, <laughs> this could be unreliable. Yeah, it could be unreliable. During COVID. Um, <laughs> So the stats that they had then is that the male suicide rate was 15.8 per 100,000. Okay. Um, so that's male suicides. And compared to female suicide rate, which is 5.5 per Okay, so triple. 000. So yeah. that is triple, more or less. Um, another interesting stat that I saw um, was males aged 50 to 54 were found to have the highest suicide rate. So that's 22.5 per 100. This is, this is really good. You know, for any men listening, that is the danger zone then. Yeah. I bet it's sort of, you know, you've, you've passed your peak. Maybe they've just got divorced. They've gone onto some dating app and realized you're never going to get it again, mate. Um, you know, they're just a bit depressed. So that's, that's just good that people know. Yeah. And for them, you know, maybe for people struggling, International Men's Day is really useful for them. You make a good point. It's like, that stuck out, it's like 50 to 50 to 4, like, mm. the stage of life is like, you part, you, like you said, you know, your 20s, your 30s are gone. Mm. Maybe it could be a, a, a point where a lot of divorce happens. Yeah. Like, um, you hate your kids. You're divorced. You, you might have lost your job and you can't get another one. You yeah, know? yeah, you yeah. Really it's difficult start. getting another job at that age. You haven't got enough to retire on. Yeah. You tried to move out to Thailand or somewhere and, and your visa wasn't approved. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's tough. Or maybe you've, you've been talking to someone online and sending them lots of money and you go over there to finally see them. Ah, uh, catfish. And it might be another man. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well. But we, we've need, to celebrate 90... all... we need to celebrate all men. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. We've also 90 Day Fiancé, oh, and that's shit. happened a few times on that. So, um, so your heartbreak could be another thing. Mm. Uh, but another stat in, uh, this is more in 2022. Okay, that's more reliable. Um, and this is going on to about homelessness. Yeah. So um, there were reported to be a 2,539 men sleeping rough on a single night in England. My goodness. And 464 women. Um, so from that is that majority of rough sleepers reported in England have been males. So Okay. There seems to be something with males that you know they're they're more you know they seem to struggle to that to that degree where you mm. know, they're they're homeless and I think it goes back to my point I was making earlier is that single men you know they they probably aren't given the same amount of support by say um, social services right okay um, so yeah they tend to be more homeless I'm not sure about you I mean when I look at my day, I'm only going for personal experience yeah homelessness around the city it tends to London, be blokes it, seems it really to be does. More, Seems to be more men. I think that's one thing we've got to do, Tony. If we want a decent society, give rough sleepers yeah. the opportunity to get off the streets and, and rebuild things. And you know what? There's been a really successful campaign in Milton Keynes, believe oh, right. it or not. Well, they actually had quite a lot of homeless people. And um, what they did is just provided them all a safe space to go to. It takes time. It's gradual. People come in, volunteer, make them food, mm. hairdressing services, things like that. Um, give them advice. You know, they've got somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we've got to do. Don't ignore the problem. You know, that's been coming up recently with mm. um, talking about banning tents and things like that. So mm. let's address the problem. Do you think it's down to, like, men are quite... Um, how, how do I describe it? It's like they don't want to talk about their problems mm. as much. Mm. And if you talk about specifically about health, yeah. you know, there, there might be something that needs to be checked out. And I know yeah. a lot of dads are like this. Mm. You're like, oh, you should really go to hospital or to doctors to, uh, to check that out if you're not feeling well or something isn't working quite right. And they'll be like, oh, it's going to be fine. Oh, no, I'm fine. You know, I'll just sleep it off or yeah, you know, I'll just power yeah, through yeah. it. Yeah, I bet it is. Um, I'm not like that. I freak out if I see any. Oh, my God. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of hypochondriac. Is this can- You start searching online. Is this yeah. cancer? Yeah. Is this whatever? Is this like, am I terminally ill? Have I got infection? <laughs> um... But yeah, going back to kind of the idea of like, you know, we touched upon like mm. suicide is a big thing for, for, well, not a big thing, but it affects men. Yeah, um, more, so. more so than women. Homelessness is, is, a, is a bigger thing more than women. Yeah. Um, and it's almost going to the topic, I think, of like gender roles. And like, yeah. do you think, um, what is the pressures for men? And I think two things that come up for me is that um, the need to provide maybe, you know, just, you know, struggling with mm. that. Um, so if they feel like they're not able to, you know, the, these guys maybe in their 50s that they might have fallen on hard times, they Good can no longer yeah. fulfil the, ro- you know, the supposed role or stereotype. Do you remember that one where um, I think a, a bloke, maybe around that age range, yeah. and this is even worse because what he, happened to him was for whatever reason, you know, he lost almost everything. They lived in a large mansion, basically. Yeah. He lost it all. You know, the house was going to be repossessed, whatever. Mm. He burnt the house down with his family inside. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's just the kind of thing. Because so, he couldn't face, te- he couldn't he face, face telling, telling them. That, yeah. 
That is so tragic. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it comes down to. I mean, like, even if um, I was looking at a lot of like these kind of TikTok videos or Instagram videos where mm. we see them, they do these street interviews. Yeah. And then they start, you know, this guy just going up to various different couples, and I think quite affluent parts of the US, and they might have been kind of the West Side, like LA or something. Yeah, Beverly Hills, no doubt. Yeah, and then they'll go like, oh. Would you would you date him if he was if he was broke? Yeah. And then the girl would just go, um, I'm in an ring. And then the guy would be like, Oh, you know, guy should, you know, yeah, you know, uh, he kind of expected that if he didn't have the money, right? Yeah, she shouldn't kind of, you know, she wouldn't be surprised if she was to kind of leave him and date someone else. And that his, his view yeah. is is kind of like, yes, men should provide. Uh. Full stop. Like pay for all meals, yeah. pay for all that type of stuff, pay for uh, the preso, you know, yeah, just, preso just, drinks and stuff like yeah. that. And I think it does get a little bit toxic if the expectation yeah. is that it's always men. I mean, and also men also think it's a bit of an ego thing that they yeah. don't want women to pay, and they so I'm going to slap down my Amex, yeah, you know, and I'm going to take care of this. What I normally do is the opposite. Yeah. So you know, when the bill comes, this is going back years when I was yeah. going on dates. When the bill comes, I'll just sit there and just stare at it. And then I'll quickly just look up at, at, at the chick I'm with and just wait. Yeah. Eventually they give in and they <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wouldn't. But, you know, it is a, it is a good point yeah. because, you know, if we do want equality, yeah. maybe going Dutch is what yeah. it should be. Even if, We should open this up, people on emails as well. First date, yeah. should you go Dutch? I sort of think, I guess it also depends on the jobs that yeah. you each do and different things like that. But let's say, for example, you know, maybe the lady earns more than the bloke on this date. Yeah, I mean, these are more, I don't know. I don't know the answers. These are monitors. And I feel Bill Burr covers this quite well when he starts comparing, like, what are the expectations for, of men and women? Mm. So it's really doubling. It's like, if you want the guy to actually... Um, and he said, if there's a, a weird sound at, at the, you know, in the night, you know, you'd want the guy to to to, to check out what it yeah. is. But he's one that's in danger. <laughs> yeah. He goes, yes, this guy does have a knife. And he, he's like, uh-huh. he's the one getting kind of caught up in in like the altercation with this criminal. Yeah. Or like the idea of like he used a Titanic example of like women and children first. Yeah. You know, and he's like, but yeah. what about me? Or like yeah. if there is yeah. like a, a bank robbery, they always ask for the women and children first. He's like, I don't want to be in a bank vault yeah. with the guy with the gun. Um, it's like you said, look at what happened to Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the Titanic. So, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I bet think... he was celebrating International Men's Day. What, Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, he only dates women who are younger Under than 25, 25 is yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you get away with it, why not? Yeah. Um, but all I would say with this is that... Um, there shouldn't be a pressure. I mean, men should, maybe they put too much pressure on themselves. Mm. The idea of, um, you know, we usually use this small example of paying for a meal. It's, it's mm. a small thing, and I, I want to, to, to pay. You know, Do you always pay, pay then? No, I, you know, my, my girlfriend's very good. She'll, she'll uh, pay for, 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 for things. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all equal, you know. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're a modern couple. Yeah. But, you know, the guy shouldn't put pressure on himself feeling he has to pay. Uh, who knows, you know, if he were to communicate and go like, you know, I'm a bit short. Can you cover this month? I, I would say to, to anybody listening, men and women, to yeah. this, if you're going to go on that first date, just yeah. go to the pub or a bar. Yeah. And the bloke can get the first round. Yeah. And then if 
if the lady wants to, she might get the second round. Yeah. And, it, you know, because if you're going to go for a big feast yeah. in the evening yeah. with a huge bill, yeah. that can be quite a lot, especially given you don't know the person that well. And just keep the drinks, you keep ordering the drinks yeah. and you're like, oh crap, who's going to yeah. cover this? You know what, I think on first dates, they should have like a field on the dating app of going like, what's their budget? Oh yes. So you, when you go yeah. to the to the date, you go like, oh, I'm willing to spend like I don't mm. know, twenty to forty or forty to sixty, and then they would kind of know what is the their budget. I've just realised something. Why the hell do these dating apps not have like experiences on there for dates? And then you can fold that in. So basically, you say, right, I'm going to book this experience for this date, and I'm going to prepay it. Oh, that's and, a and then you can idea. even split the bill between the two. Oh, that oh my, that's a great. We idea. We need to edit this bit out <laughs> and pitch it in to Match.com or whoever it is. Well, Bumble's got a new CEO now. But has it? Yeah, yeah. It's a new. Um, yeah, the ladies, the main ladies left. No uh, way! Don't tell me it's a bloke. No, it's another lady. Oh, good. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, it had to be. It had to be. But that's a great idea. I mean, not to dwell on that point, but that's just something I think. You know, little things like this is that you know pressure on, on themselves and you know if they talk about it they can talk. talk better better about it um but talking about like um men and you know developing good men in society mm. i think it all comes role down models. to exactly role models yeah. <laughs> um and i want to ask you um chris you know from your experience were there any good male role models for you well, i'm so my dad okay he was a great male role model and that's the thing you know you act based on what you see mm. growing up, don't you? So you're looking out for it. I mean, another thing to bring up, actually, is, of course, um, teachers. Yes. Um, and I'm just thinking back, as you grow up in primary school, there aren't many male teachers. And this might be something to bring up as well. I think, you know, some blokes who do become teachers yeah. would avoid primary school because there's a little bit of almost a connotation around that. Um, of why would a bloke want to go and teach really young kids? Mm. And is there something dodgy? Um, and I've seen a few things on Reddit uh, oh, where really? people have actually been implicated in false accusations and oh, then dear. sort of, you know, it can be really difficult. So that's one to, to bring up as well. But what about you? Did you have any positive um, male role models? Yeah, I mean, like... Tom Super Cruise? Tom Cruise, uh, Dean Cain, Superman. I remember it was a big one in my life. But... One of the guiding principles of International Men's Day is to avoid the superstars. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, but I do have an example. It's, it's actually a teacher. Oh. Yeah, so um, I was probably year eight at the okay. time. Okay. So Just into secondary, secondary, secondary school. school. Getting into that difficult yeah. phase. They say year nine is the worst one, don't they? Which must be like I think I peaked at year nine. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, never come back. No, I think I, it's all been downhill from there. But um, but I had a maths teacher, believe it or not. He was uh, uh, Mr. Thompson. He's mm. cool, cool maths teacher. I believe he, he was Jamaican. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, I think there was this one time where I was obviously um, with a group of friends. We was into kind of like, I guess, rock music at the time, where yeah. garage was the big thing in our school. Uh, yeah, okay. Garage or rap, you know, hip hop at that time. <laughs> um, we used to always debate these things. Oh, you know, you get you form these clicks. You know, oh, like, this is better. You know, I prefer yeah. this. And um, one of the things was that 
that they were like, oh, you know, rock music is just like kind of new metal at the time. I remember that it was just shouting. So there's so what was it? I mean, what was it you were listening to? I was into all sorts like Slipknot, Electric Peppers, Papa Roach. Oh, but Red Biscuit. Yeah, yeah, it was it was popular at the time. And Linkin Park. Oh yeah, Linkin Park. But then one of the challenges. Good Charlotte. Did you like yeah, Good, good Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, I like Good Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Pop punk stuff. Yeah. But basically, one of the challenges that they said is that that I kind of set for myself. I said, oh, I could easily create like a, a rap track. Yeah. So I actually did it. So I wrote a whole rap. You wrote your own rap yeah, track? Yeah, I wrote my rap track and I recorded it on like Microsoft Voice Recorder. I, I, sam- I took samples offline and created That's my own brilliant. beats. That's brilliant. Can and we hear it on this podcast? No, actually? I actually, I don't have a copy of it. It's no lost way. in a hard drive. Yeah, yeah. And I wrote this whole rap in like a Friday afternoon and I recorded it. That is brilliant. And one of the things is, is that I was shown to my mates and I found it quite hilarious. And um, I rap name, believe it, I called, I called myself Techno Tony. But even though it was rap, <laughs> it was just called Techno Tony. You just didn't know it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. alliteration. Yeah. And one of my friends actually had a copy of it and showed it to my maths teacher, Mr. Thompson, yeah, and he yeah. used to listen to it. And he's like, oh my God, Tony, this is like really good. <laughs> and to inspire me, he actually bought me a copy of The Streets, Mikey original Pirate material. Mikey yeah. Skinner, I yeah. love him. So he bought me that, and then he was going to me, Tony, he's like, look at the Beastie Boys. Look yeah. at the Beastie Boys. Yeah. He didn't want to say that, you know, obviously my, my race or like wherever, he said, don't let that be a, a hindrance. Yeah. Like, don't let that put you off of, <laughs> from pursuing the rap game. Yeah. So I found that quite... That is inspiring. Inspiring that it? he did that. Yeah. And he was going like, you know, original pirate material because obviously Mike Skinner, he's, he's, I want to call it right. It was almost like, how would you describe it music? It's almost like, um, kind of garage, but yeah. not quite garage. It yeah. was it's brilliant. Yeah. Alternative kind of hip hop. He's still going. Yeah. The streets yeah. is still going. It's a great album. The streets, original pirate yeah. material. Yeah. And Beastie Boys were big at the time. I mean, yeah. they were quite different. They were sort of a Caucasian trio yeah. when, you know, rap and hip hop was predominantly kind of, uh, kind of, a black type music um but yeah that was really inspiring um mm. but i guess moving on to kind of other things that um that kind of really talk about kind of um men and how to to behave or like you know some of the expectations of men is like, i don't know if you've yeah. seen the movie mulan i have yeah, yeah. yeah do you remember that probably about 20 years ago <laughs> do you remember that um that song i think it's donny osmond sings it but it's i'll make a man out of you yeah, yeah. and in a way that you know the expectations of your man has to be strong has to be fast has to go to war yeah um, but i found that actually quite motivating i don't know about you Did uh, you? but i was like oh my god yeah i'll get hyped up every time yeah. i listen to it and um in a way you know men are expected to kind of fight wars and mm. um kind of be soldiers in, in, in that regard. And another movie, I guess, that kind of was big for me growing up was Rocky IV. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, You're a Rocky fan, aren't you? I, I'm a big Rocky fan. Have you seen Rocky IV? Maybe. When he fights the Russian... I don't want to say no. Ivan Drago. Yeah, yeah. So the reason why I mentioned Rocky IV was that <laughs> I found Rocky IV such uh, a great movie growing up because it, it, it was such a masculine movie. It was yeah. 80s, obviously... Stallone is actually ripped. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, got yeah. that 80s kind of music as well. So it gets you really hyped up. But when I really watched the film, there's a lot of what you could describe as toxic masculinity in there. Mm. Um, and one of the... I don't want to put any spoilers, so spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't seen Rocky Four, Skip forward 30 seconds if you haven't seen it now. So 
just a quick um, overview of the film. Obviously, Rocky um, was champion, and then Apollo Creed, who was former champion, is he's not in the limelight anymore. And the Russians, because have this new super boxer that they're saying, like, this guy's the best, they come over to um, the US to the exhibition match. Um, and this guy is played by Dolph Lundgren, proper, like, specimen. Um, Apollo Creed wants to fight him so he can get back into to the limelight. Um, but, like, he's obviously getting on a bit. Yeah. And everyone's saying, like, don't do it. You know, you're past that. You've already been champion. It's time to move on to the next stage of your life. And I remember Apollo Creed having this um, speech with Rocky, which gave an, an insight to, uh, I guess, his perspective and what he thinks, you know, being a man is. And I'll read you the kind of... Um, Can you do quote. it in his voice as well? <laughs> I'll try to, shall I? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Because yeah. you and me, we don't even have a choice. This is actually really good. See... We're born with this killer instinct that you just can't turn off like some radio. We have to be in the middle of the action because we're the warriors. And without some challenge, without some down war to fight, then the warrior might as well be dead, Stallion. Now I'm asking you, as a friend, stand by my side this one last time. I like the way your voice just went a bit deeper as well. Yeah. So I, can, I, I can see Stallone as you read that out. Yeah. Well, this is Apollo Creed saying to Stallone. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. I, I do so, yeah, uh, Stallone is the one that's kind of saying, don't do it. And he's really? kind of giving him the argument. Oh, that my God. He, he, can't, you know, he has to do this. That's pathetic for <laughs> Stallone. I would have thought he'd be all over that. So, so basically, <laughs> yeah. Stallone's like, okay, then. He's kind of roped in for him to be his corner man. Right. Guess what happened to Apollo Creed? I don't know. He gets killed in the ring. Yeah. He, bo he gets boxed to death by the I'm Russian. I'm going to have to watch it. I'm yeah. going to have to watch it. So, so maybe your impression was terrible then, because I thought it sounded accurate for Stallone. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad, <laughs> it's a bad impression. I, 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 was cross I was in between trying to do an American accent or, or like... No, no, no. It, I wasn't yeah. doing one. But as you can see, if, if you actually read it properly, as yeah. you, if I break this down, you meet, you said, we don't even have a choice. This killer instinct, we have to be in the middle of the action. We're warriors. Yeah. Without some damn war to fight, the warrior might as well be dead. Jesse, he's almost, it's a sense of foreboding there that he feels like he didn't have a oh. choice. He did have a choice. He didn't yep. have to do it. Yep. And his ego, even in the fight, he said to Rocky, don't stop the fight. Whatever you do, don't stop the fight. And this is something that I guess in Rock, you know, Rocky has to con deal with that he regrets is not throwing Rocky, the towel earlier. Rocky, if you'd have stopped that damn fight, he'd still be here with us today. And another thing that moving on to Rocky, when he has to eventually fight the Russian, is that throughout the whole training regime, yeah. one of the best training montages I've ever seen. I still watch it from time to time. Is that his training system? No pain, no pain, yeah. no pain. So like, he has to keep repeating that, no pain. So uh, he can power through, you know. He has to have that mentality of not uh, feeling pain. But during the fight, he was getting boxed up into, you know, his head is taking a lot of damage. And at the end of Rocky Four, again, spoiler alert, he gets brain damage. Oh, my God. So it's this idea of ha thinking like they have no choice, they have to endure this kind of pain, have to go through the fire. So I like what you're getting at. Yeah. It's basically, we've all got a choice. Yeah. You know, and we can control exactly what we want to do. 
there may be expectations placed upon us by society, but days like International's Men's Day, yeah. I suppose, are kind of coming out to just say to people, look, we don't need these old stereotypes. Is that, is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm saying that, yeah, it's almost like mm. he's going back to, like, warriors, and I think it all comes down yeah. to ego. He's like, he's not a man unless he actually has to go out and sacrifice himself, yeah. Uh, you know, to, to fight. It's almost like, I'm, you know, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to go into that ring and, you know, I, I'll, I'll go down dying. You know, I'll go down on my sword. Yeah. You know, I'm unwilling to sacrifice my life um, for this, I guess, toxic ego of, like, I'm a man. Yeah. But hey, okay. it's just a movie. Yeah, but I believe you know there's some men that actually think think that way, Whew. and you can argue that's not really a healthy uh, mindset. No, no. But yeah, I mean, Tony, International Men's Day. Um, yeah. Listen, I think you've made some compelling arguments there. Actually, it's a really good moral to the yeah. story. But um, just from my perspective, I'm going to give you a couple of analogies. Sure. Um, so you won't believe this. I went to a shop once. Um, and I was around it was John Lewis or something like that, looking at um, all the different kitchen utensils, mm-hmm. and um, I came across something called a banana slicer. Okay. A banana slicer. I was like, okay, interesting. And then I thought about it. You could slice up a banana with, you know, paper. That's how easy it is to cut yeah, a banana. Yeah. Okay, that's the first one. Second one, have you ever used those curved... Nail scissors. <laughs> no, I haven't. We were actually talking about this earlier. Yeah, yeah, and I've it was in my that. head from, from before. Okay. Um, when I was thinking about International Men's Day. I once accidentally bought a pair of, of these curved nail scissors, which yeah. are meant to be brilliant. They just don't work. You know, I had to go back and, and get the real, normal, traditional nail scissors. Um, and to me, International Men's Day is, is a bit like those because they are both... Providing a solution to a problem that never existed. Um, and that's my view. There's too many of these days, Tony. You know, it's going to be 365 days a year. We're going to be celebrating something else. You know, okay, fine. Mother's Day, yes. Father's Day. You know, you're going to have birthdays of your entire family. We already have that. Yeah. You've got your missus or your partner, whatever. Yeah. You know, kids are going to come. You've got theirs. You've got Christmas, you've got Easter, whatever it might be, whatever, you know, faith you have in the different days. Mm. Or your friends' birthdays, anniversaries. Mm. Oh, my God. I tell you what, in a few years' time, they're going to want us to be celebrating all of these and getting gifts. We'll have to be getting a gift for every man we know. Yeah. I think I know where you're heading with this. Essentially, you're just saying, just, we don't need, just be a man. Just, right? just, yeah, just man exactly. up. Just go into battle. Yeah. Man up. I think Apollo Creed <laughs> and Rocky would agree with you, and they'll yeah. go like, if you've got any problem, just go out and sell it like men. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just think it's a load of all baloney, basically. But, you know, we've got to highlight the issues that men and women and everybody face. Yeah. Um, but I'm just all about action. Action speaks um, speak louder than words. Okay, Action speak louder than words. And that's what I normally say if I do have a dispute. Somebody mm. will say, take it outside. Action speak louder than words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, all I would say, Chris, is that, no, it's good to have different... And all, all perspectives are valid. I think International Men's Day is really about just acknowledgement yeah. that if people want to say that, you know, you need to take, take a step back and just go, look, there are guys that are within society that, you know, we should 
we should praise them for for, yeah. for doing good things within society and being good good role and models. And that's true. You know, everybody deserves yeah. to get a bit of praise, and um, men yeah. should praise other men. Yeah, and tell them that they care. Yeah, and also just to say, you know, if there's something wrong with your with your meat and two veg, just mm. get it checked out. Don't yeah. be afraid straight away. Yeah, and that's it. You gotta you gotta take care of yourself, and just don't be too proud. You know, uh, um, got a really important question. Sure. Bigfoot. I know we were talking about Bigfoot last week. Was is Bigfoot a man, a woman, or it's not a human? Can we get the Sasquatch researcher in? Oh, but it's not human, is it? No. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it could or is it be a just human. Giant human. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a human. I, I would okay. say we we talked about it. it could be a man. It could be female or male. Okay. Yeah. I think most of them are male. Uh, I can't say they're out yeah. there. They're definitely out there. Right. In Wales, actually. Um. Picking next week's numbers, so we're in segment three. So the first one that I have is uh, it's a number five. Okay. So the reason I chose five is uh, it's this this headline that I saw was a teen gave thirty three year old boyfriend five hours to kill his mother, but ended up doing it herself. Oh my god! On International Men's Day. Yeah, so it's not really man. You should have done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and five hours before it was very funny. It's quite specific. That is really specific. Imagine they, you get told that now. Yeah. So <laughs> some bits from the articles that like the prosecutor said that the teen, I believe, the teen, seventeen years old, dating a thirty-three-year-old. Oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah. This is a bit dodgy. Yeah, this is dodgy already. So the prosecutor says the teen gave Jonathan Jones an ultimatum to take care of his mother because she was interfering in their relationship. So probably the mother was just doing the right thing and telling yeah. Jonathan Jones, don't date a 17-year-old. Yeah. I wonder what the dad would say. Uh, well, is he still around? I don't know. Just You might have a different view. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so he had five hours to kill his mother. After the five hours passed and he didn't do it, she allegedly gave him another hour. So she was like, oh, have another hour to get it done. You still can do it. One more hour. Um, when the mother was in the kitchen looking in the refrigerator, the teen allegedly strangled her and bludgeoned her with a rock. That is intense. I mean, you know, I wasn't... This is a 17-year-old. 17-year-old. When you said, okay, she went ahead and killed the mother, I thought, oh, yeah, it's going to be a... Maybe she just Carved got a gun or, or yeah, yeah, something simple, knife. She strangled the mother. Allegedly. Sh- allegedly. Yeah, and bludgeoned her with a rock. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, that's but she was kind vicious. enough to give him another hour to try and get it done. Yeah. So I'll give you yeah. five. You've got to do it five hours, but I'll give you six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's five. Um, are there any photos out there of this teen, do you know? No, I don't think, there's there's, a, I don't okay. think there is. But... Um, yeah, it's just a bit of a stock. Caitlin so. Coon. So this did happen in the US, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Where else, right? I mean, yeah, no, it can happen yeah, anywhere, so. but it's always seems to kind of... It usually seems to be in the US. Oh, my goodness me. Well, Tony, whew, we obviously last week had the robot is killing people, but yeah, this oh, yeah. is... That, that is vicious. Yeah, you can't be... Um, he might have thought it would be used on until a winner. Yeah. Dating a... Uh, oh, I'm 33, I'm dating 17, yeah, you know, yeah. but 
They're not mature, are they? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Clearly not in this case. Clearly not. So the number five. All right. Um, well, Tony, I've got the number 11 for my first number this week, and I like this one. Um, so a Scottish minister racked up an £11,000 roaming bill on a family holiday in Morocco. Um, so the Scottish minister um, actually claimed back this 11k roaming bill on expenses, but has now admitted that the reason that he racked up this bill was because his sons were watching football on his iPad. So, um, or what it was, was he had the SIM card in his iPad. Oh, yeah. And he was using it as a personal hotspot. Oh, and he was told, okay, it's fine. And his kids were just basically connecting to this hotspot on their phone. And they were just watching the old firm Celtic Rangers and various oh, other football matches over the course yeah. of the holiday. £11,000! Now, I know it, it can rack up when you go to these locations, but £11,000. Um, and I just want to know, is there any proof that it was definitely football they were watching? That's a lot of football for them. Yeah. Was, I mean, then he goes on 90 there? minutes. And how many games across a couple of weeks? I think he's watching something else. Yeah. Was it him or was it the Suns? Oh, I don't know. I reckon it's him. I reckon it might have been him. Well, allegedly, we allege. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know at but all. But he, what, he tried to get... Try to claim it back for expenses. He did claim it back. Oh. Um, partly through expenses and, and partly through something else. Um, and then he got caught out. Um, so he told the Scottish Parliament that it was his kids watching football. Oh. Um, and, yeah, he was fighting back tears as he read out this statement. But 11,000. I mean, Tony, I'll be honest. On my phone contract, I've set my um, overspend limit yeah. at zero. Yeah. Because I just don't... I don't see any reason why I would need to go over and, and, and add any extra expenses. So I've just set it at zero. So if you accidentally send a picture message on SMS or something, yeah. it just blocks it. See, that's the right thing. You would expect more from, from a, was it a Scottish a minister. A Scottish minister for the SNP. So it's just the latest scandal that's um, befallen the SNP because, of course... Um, you know, Nicholas Sturgeon was caught up in, in um, we, we can't talk about it, it's an yeah. ongoing case, and her husband around the finances of the party, so I don't know what you think, Tony. I think that is, you know, you, if you, okay, I can see why he would want to try and put it through, yeah. but you're just asking for trouble, because you know that's such a significant yeah. amount for, yeah. for a phone bill, that's going to, people are going to see that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, a bit naive of him to do that. Um, for my next one, I guess it's, it's actually uh, Scottish as well. Are we staying in Scotland? <laughs> yeah, we're staying in Scotland. Not a good, wait for Sco not a good week for Scottish people, I guess. Um, hmm. uh, but a Scottish runner gets 12-month ban for using a vehicle in an ultramarathon. Ultramarathon? Yeah. So, Hang on, first and foremost, what's an ultramarathon? I guess it's just really long marathon um, well okay if it's even longer than a normal marathon I don't blame the Scottish runner uh, so after so tracking data she was not running for t so basically they found out because tracking data showed that she was not running for 2.5 miles of the event and it's saying here that an ultra marathon is a 50 mile race 
I could tell I'm gonna I'm gonna be quite lenient on this one because but it's cheating. fifty miles and she only missed two point five miles. Yeah, but it's still cheating though. It is it is cheating, but but as an athlete, wouldn't you go like you train? You you would want to do it yourself. I, I think there's that's a bit of a shame. She would kind of like tarnish her what, kind of career like that. Was it two and a half miles at the end or in the middle? Maybe she just wanted to go down to the pub. Oh, is that? I mean, fair. Yeah. Um, I must admit, though, as you say, um, she did come third and she got a trophy. So, you know, that's unfair on the other competitors as well. Yeah, I mean, you should compete fairly. And now this is probably going to affect her going forward. I think... um, My God, look at her job. She's a GP. How the hell could you trust this woman if she were your GP? Again, you know, these are meant to be upstanding citizens, taking care of people... um, Hey, maybe she said, you know, it wasn't good for... She did her own kind of health analysis and says, it's not good for me to, to overexert myself. Oh, my good God. That is absolutely shocking, Tony. But, yeah, so what. that's number 12. Bad so week for Scotland. <laughs> yeah, 12 months. Like time. we said. Like we said. All right. Well, that's the number 12. So we've got 11 and 12 from Scotland. Um, and the next one that I've got is the number 31, because I bet you're, um, you're going to like this one, Tony. All right, A horse it. has escaped on board a plane while it was 31,000 feet in the air. That is strange. You can transport... Yeah, I guess you can transport animals on a plane. I always think of dogs and stuff. I don't think of a whole horse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a bit of a weird one. My first thought was, was this a passenger jet? Um, It wasn't a commercial aircraft, don't worry. It was just a a transit. Um, And... But yeah, still, the horse actually managed to escape from its stall um, on a plane that left New York on its way to Belgium on a Boeing 747 cargo plane. Um, and it's quite good because um, you just hear the air traffic control retain, uh, recording that was obtained by Live ATC. Mm. We have a live animal, a horse, on board the airplane, and the horse managed to escape its stall. We don't have a problem, as of flying-wise, we need to return to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure. Um, and when it landed, the pilot can be heard asking air traffic control to request a vet is present when the flight lands at New York's JFK airport. We have a horse in difficulty, <laughs> he said. Um, but yeah, the pilot was um, said that they themselves didn't require any assistance, so the horse escaped, but it didn't cause any damage. That's good, because I think that could be quite scary if you've got a horse going wild on the plane, uh, just like, like just knocking stuff over. And just freaking out. But I guess it... Would have been scared, the horse. Yeah. Be like, where the hell am I? Why am I... Uh. But yeah, what number was that again? It was... um... So I've gone with the number 31, which is because um, the horse made it up 31,000 feet before... Okay. um, Before it was spotted and the plane Mm. had to come all the way back to New York. So can you imagine, though, Tony, if you were on a plane... Yeah. And suddenly, you know, maybe you go down to use the toilet and a horse just appeared. You know, this is going to be quite, sound kind of evil or selfish of me. But if I generally thought the plane was in danger and, you know, it could cause havoc. You blow it up. No, I'll just, I'll literally 
pull open the door and I'll just go like out you go. Yeah, uh, out the horse. Would you put a parachute on its back first? I guess it wouldn't. I don't think I've got time. Uh, no, no, no. I might put one on myself in case <laughs> that it, you know I get pulled out at the uh, same with time. the horse. You could actually put the parachute on the horse yeah. and then get on the horse. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? You just well, slowly but surely, from 31,000 feet, it's going to take a while. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that I'm willing to make the tough decisions yeah. to save the, you know, the majority of human lives, yeah. unfortunately. I mean, that's, that's something I'm willing to do. I don't know about you, Chris. Um, would I sacrifice a horse in order to save a plane for hundreds of humans? Of humans? Yeah. yeah, I'd have to. Yeah. Maybe I could knock. Or maybe just choke it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be could. a better way. Yeah, just get in the headlock. <laughs> this is why it's important, yeah. though, to always carry a taser down <laughs> with you because you could just knock out that horse. And I do believe it's um, perfectly legal to carry a taser on board an aircraft, right? I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, if it's in America, I reckon so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, 31. Um, my next one is... Um, actually, I'm going to start with a question, Chris. Yeah, is, yeah. Um, would you say you're close with your mother? Yeah. yeah. And your mother would want you to be healthy. Yeah, she always yeah? does. Yeah. And she'd want to do anything she can. If she knew that you weren't well, Chris, she'd mm. want to do oh, everything she, she can. She'd make me soup. To look after you. Probably give me some grapes, bring me down the sick blanket, you know, yeah. all these kind of things. I reckon most mothers would go, like, if you needed a kidney, you go, like, and they're like, I don't know, like, yeah, I'm giving it to my they, son. They, they'd hand over their left arm for you, too. Yeah. I think that's what good parents are. I mean, like, mm. um, and, you know, I can appreciate this article, comes to think of it, and it's all about a mother um, trying to help her son, essentially, mm. it's, it's the story. Um, but if I read you the title, um, a man gave himself poop transplants um, using his mum's feces to treat his uh, debilitating Crohn's. Um, then he started experiencing her menopause symptoms. Oh my God. I don't really know where to start on this. So he gave himself poop transplants using his mum's feces. Yeah. So then he started experiencing her. Let's start with the transplants because I'm getting a bit confused so, about that. Basically, I think I've, I've, I've heard about this before where, you know, when um, you're not, well, I guess if you have pr problems with your kind of um, digestive health, digestive system, and it's yeah. all about good and bad bacteria. And yeah. apparently healthy humans have this kind of good bacteria in their feces. And one of the ways to try to encourage, you know, the body to kind of better gut health. Better gut health is to actually put in other right. people's poop. Yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, Are we sure it just wasn't a fetish that he had? Two birds, one stone, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it actually says here. You know, it's you know, di. He's doing a DIY poop transplant, but I believe it, they have done it in the medical field. DIY. So I don't know. It's something how you kind of. How the hell? Um, I think what you call it when you stick a, a little. Water in your. I think oh. Michael Barrymore knows. About that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably did. Uh, um, does or oh. um, DIY poop transplants? Yeah. For over four years. Yeah, it's called FMTs. <clears throat> usually involve do and doctors do involve yeah EMTs FMTs usually involve a doctor taking poop from a healthy donor and blending it with a saline solution. 
Uh, in an FDA-approved procedure, the saline and feces mixture is then inserted into the recipient's gastrointestinal tract through an enema. That's the one I was after. Yeah, enema. Or taken via oral capsules. So okay, it's actually... Okay, okay. But they didn't go for a doctor. They just did it at home. But I bet there are other ways you can do it. And Michael Barry Mills explored all of those. Yeah. Allegedly, potentially. Yeah, and there was one case where it didn't end well. Yes. Yeah. But we can't... You know, we can't comment. We can't comment. The legal system does its work and we leave it with them. So, um, yeah, I thought that's a nice family story there. I mean, it's, it's all about looking for the health so of, that, your, of your family. Well, that's the son. first one. Yeah. Um, that's the first element. But then after doing this, he started experiencing her menopause symptoms. So what is it, you know... I mean, I, just I don't know what don't to say. Know what to say. It could be, it could be How do they know it's her menopause symptoms? I think it could be psychological. Or it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's been some unexpected side effects from the FMT, sweating, hot flashes, and mood swings, similar to what a menopause woman was experiencing. So they might be just assuming that. I mean, I think you would start feeling a bit. Pathetic. I think you'll be sweating at someone else's yeah. feces up here. I think I may, maybe you should say, you know, he's obviously got this debilitating disease. He yeah. was probably just hanging out with his mum all the time Um, and so her mood reflected onto him it's just pathetic that he starts trying to claim all this (laughs) but yeah I think so 35 is because he was uh, 35 years old he's 35 and he's still going on that no no no. he's a mummy's boy what can I say aren't we all well clearly Um, and then finally I think this is a highly relevant uh, one because it's all about you know we talk about the lottery Mm. and uh, the number I'm going with is uh, 32 and the reason why I'm going with 32 is um, the Mega Millions which is a 1.5 billion uh, jackpot winner uh, sues his daughter's mum for telling parents that he won actual (laughs) this huge jackpot Um, so basically the number 32 comes from um, after the win and uh, the woman named to Sarah Smith yeah. signed a non-disclosure agreement on February the 8th to keep, his name is John, they call him John Doe, and uh, named quiet until June the 1st in uh, 2032. Now, this is what we've explored so yeah. many times on the show. Yeah. This is a really smart idea. I bet you got a lawyer or, or a solicitor yeah, yeah. involved. Exactly. So um, it's all about, you've got to be careful on who you, 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 you tell. So... Um, He's won a significant amount, 1.35 billion. I think after taxes, it was just a touch over half a billion, but still, still decent. So, yeah, it's like he's suing. It's weird the way they're weirded. It's his daughter's mum. Mm. So, um, he's so obviously they're not together anymore. He's yeah. had a child with this chick. Yeah. It's the ch- it's, it's the mother of his child. So he told. He obviously clearly told her. Yeah. The mother of his child. Yeah. But he didn't want his parents to know. She's told his and parents. And she's gone ahead and told them. Yeah. But she signed an NDA yeah. that's legally binding. Yeah. He's got every right to sue her, unfortunately. Yeah, I would say so. And I would say that if he listened to our podcast, none you of this have would have happened. None of this would have happened. So, um, um, but this did happen in, in January, didn't it? So probably he does listen now. But Tony, um, this is a really good idea. This is what we've been talking about. I didn't even think about this when we when we did that episode. Oh, you can yeah, tell people, NDAs. but get them to sign an NDA. Yeah, I think that's actually quite that's quite a learning for us actually. Just 
get a load of NDAs. Could be controversial. People get offended. It's like when people have to sign a prenup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really smart idea. But it can go wrong, but at least you have security. You know, he's got over a billion dollars, but mm. he does need the money, and that's why he's suing this lady. Well, you know, there's, there's consequences, <laughs> right? You've know, you yeah. got to uphold the NDA. There's got to be consequences for any action you take. So, um, just to recap, so the, the following uh, numbers that I will be buying for this week's Saturday draw is 5, 11, 12, 31, 32, and 35. Nice. So, yep, those are numbers. And uh, I think it's quite Scottish themed. There's a bit of, um, there's some horses there. We've got poop. We've got everything in there. Yeah. I think this is quite a, a varied uh, set of manifested numbers. That we're, we're going seeing. Tartan. Yeah. We're going Tartan this week. Uh, who knows? You know, we covered the Skelmorley clown yeah. a few weeks ago. So let, let's just see. We might yeah. get lucky. Sometimes we have been a little, quite a bit London-centric, so looking we up have, north might yeah. actually um, be the right thing to do. And I was up north this weekend. I was in Liverpool. There's, there's, so there's, there's a theme there's happening. A bit, yeah. There's a theme happening here. So um, one of the things that we always have to say now is that obviously subscribe, you know, follow us on YouTube, give us a review on Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts. Five stars only, please. Yeah, and um, I guess we can close it there. We can, but Tony, um, just to let everybody know, I'm off. So I was in Liverpool this weekend, yeah. um, and I'm up to Newcastle oh, you got this weekend. I'm going out north again. And guys, just email me in if you're up there. You know, I'm happy to come and give you some tips on how to win the lottery. I bumped into a few people in Liverpool who were saying, look, Chris, we need your help. We want to manifest this lottery jackpot towards us in the same way you do. So anybody in Newcastle, I'll be there. And as you know, I'm a big Newcastle fan as well, so I know we're going to batter Chelsea as well while I'm there. I think that's a great point because we always we're too focused too much on the south here, yeah. and we need to follow the government's focus of leveling up. Yeah. So we need to kind of spread yeah. the wealth. We need to spread the wealth, and that's why we need to get HS2 done by hook up by crook, Tony. Oh, you can't get away from HS2. Ah, no. I mean, that's you know, obviously, I went up to Liverpool this weekend, yeah. and we were talking about it. We were like. You know what, I'm actually looking so far ahead that by the time it's done, I want to do a podcast on the HS2. Yes, that's yeah, got to be done. To, you have to do that's it. That's got to be done. <laughs> All right, then, I guess uh, we shall see you uh, next week on Win, Win Me, Me the, the Lottery. Lottery. Ciao, ciao. Goodbye. <laughs>